0: The theory of travel relativity. That's true. You meet like the most awesome. (laughs) Am I Einstein? (laughs) Not quite.
1: Start the timer. Welcome to the Location Indie podcast, a behind-the-scenes, unfiltered, no-holds-barred look at the realities of the location-independent lifestyle from two guys who are living that lifestyle.
0: I'm Travis Sherry. And I'm Jason Moore. We're the co-founders of the Community Location Indie and advocates of freedom and travel, I guess you would say. And Trav... I don't know about your cadence there at the front of the show. You know the last few intros you've done. Usually there's a little more punch in the no holds barred. You know, I mean what's Ah, what's going on? You're still coming down. And we talked in the last show about this purgatory we're in. If you haven't listened to that, go listen to it, and that'll that'll make more sense. But you know, you were talking about not being able to travel, or after this big project we did the Paradise Pack, and and you kind of slipped in, yeah. But I, I did go to the Chicago for the weekend. I was thinking, man. We got to hear a little more about your trip to Chicago because you kind of glossed over that, but it sounds like you had a pretty kick-ass weekend in Chicago, dude.
1: I did. I don't know why the, um, why the intro maybe was a little flat there. I guess I'm making sure, I'm looking at my levels as I record this, and I don't want to peek out. I don't want to hurt anyone's ears, so maybe I kind of pulled back <laughs> looking at that, but I'm sorry, everyone. I'm <laughs> sorry. No holds bar. <laughs>
0: there, I
1: made it up to you, um, and I'll make sure from now on that I will kill that intro. Um, when I remember what I'm saying, because half the time I forget, and Jay has to take over. Because <laughs> I, I don't even know if I said it right this time. I'm not sure which words oh, yeah. come first. I know "no holds barred" is
0: last. Behind the scenes, unfiltered or unfiltered behind the scenes. I don't know. You know, I'm we not should sure. like if you have an idea for the intro, like just send us an email at team at locationindy Like send us an intro, and we'll read a different intro every week if they come in. Like, sure, that'd be fun. What we the could, hell? Yeah. I mean, for sure, yeah. Tweet
1: us. Well, actually, tweeting us. So we don't much really on check the Twitter. The Twitter Let's so just much, just, but you could tweet us individually. I check my individual Twitter yeah. all the time at Pack of Peanuts at Zero, at zero, to zero travel. To travel.
0: And uh, so do that on Twitter. Yeah, Twitter or team dot com. Either way, yeah. Send us an email. Send us a tweet. I guess. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. That'd
1: be fun. I you know, our buddy Matt Giovanisi, proud member of Location in the community, used to be the host of the Listen Money Matters podcast, used to do something similar. I think it was an intro. I'm not sure, or a fact or something. People would send it in and they do it at the beginning of each show. I'm down with that. Let's crowdsource this, man.
0: Yeah, Let's crowdsource time to this. crowdsource this show. Let's we we talk about our community. Like let's let's start crowdsourcing this show, baby. I like that. So, um, crowdsource it. Give us a fact. Give us an intro. Give us something you want us
1: to say. Uh, as long as it's not too risque, and we don't have to put the little e up next to our show on
0: <laughs> iTunes. Yeah, we'll do <laughs> we will it. Why be not? Your, uh, um, you, we will be your puppets. You can pull the string, and we'll just move our mouths and, t- and talk what you say. Uh, no, Trav. I mean, you went to Chicago, Shy Chi- Town. Listen, brother, Chicago, the Windy City. Oh man. It's it is one of the best cities to visit in America in the summer.
1: I okay. That's <laughs> with a huge caveat. If anyone wants more information on Chicago, um, I did do a whole show on Chicago with a good friend of mine now. It was this is a really cool story. We talked about serendipity and a few a few shows back. A reader of mine, Kevin, has been trying to get me to come out to Chicago all the time. Like he's an avid Twitterer. Twitter. I don't know how you say that. And, um, you know, and finally I got out there and he's like, dude, I'll show you around. And it was awesome. He and he's uh, on the show. He actually said, I'll show anyone who comes to Chicago around. He loves Chicago so much. He's also an avid traveler. He's lived in Japan. So like he gets the travel vibe like he understands what people want to see. It was cool getting shown around by a local. It always is. But this guy was like, he says, oh, my friends tell me it's like Kevin House fun facts. He's like, I don't know how many of them are true, but they're true to me. So like, it was like being with like a funny tour guide. He was a great biker. He could bike with no hands better than any human I've ever seen. He used to be a bike courier in Chicago. So talk about a guy who knows his way around. Dude, it was fun. And here's what was crazy. I went to Chicago not really knowing about Chicago. I don't know how, but I had never been there. In 33 years, I had never been to Chicago. Right, like I don't, I, I don't know how that happens. You travel around a lot. I mean, I guess I know how it happens, right, Jay? Like, yeah, there's always going to be places you don't get. Sometimes to. Sometimes it it's was just
0: the places f- in your backyard. Like you've been to South Africa, you've been in the Myanmar, all these places that are exotic and far away. And meanwhile, like it's pretty yeah, easy Chicago, to go. Like, yeah, Chicago, like.
1: Hour and a half flight, unless your plane gets delayed. All right, so I got two funny stories about this Chicago thing. Heather and I did a solo travel challenge, right? So we always travel together 99% of the time. And so we were approached by Hilton Hotels, and they're like, hey, you guys always travel together, but you know, have you ever thought about doing solo travel? And Jay, you know it as well as I do as a travel podcast, we get asked about solo travel a lot, and I never had anything to really say about it. You, you, you do, because you solo travel, But I was like, uh, ask Jason, (laughs) um, you know? And, uh, so I'm like, this will be awesome. So they sent us to two different cities we had never been to in the States. So I went to Chicago, Heather went to Miami at the same time. Right. And, uh, and we got to do what we wanted to do. And it was liberating. I talk about this in another podcast, not just the Chicago one, but then we do a solo travel podcast. You can listen to that, but it was liberating to be able to be selfish, quote unquote, and get to do what I wanted. But I, this is how I know, like maybe heather's my travel good luck charm because within first, I get on the plane two hours ahead of heather she ha, her her flight is also an hour longer going to Miami from Philadelphia the mine. who lands first? She does because I sat on the runway for three and a half hours for an hour and a half flight. We sat on the runway so long waiting to take off, not sure why, skies were clear, that we ran out of fuel or like didn't have enough fuel to then make the trip to Chicago, and we had to go back and refuel. So three and a half hours on the runway before we even took off. That sucked. And I'm sitting Did they there do thinking anything I'm getting special.
0: Gonna... Like, I just no, wonder why. No, okay, this no. goes back to the Mountain Sun That's Theory. BS. This man. is the Mountain Sun Theory. You know, the Mountain Sun is my favorite brew pub in America. If you've ever listened to our I, brewery episode on Travis's podcast, I do know that. And, I do know that. and uh, spoiler alert. And uh, what they do there is what everybody should do everywhere in every business is like, if there's a long wait or things are uncomfortable, they start giving you like a free beer or they give you a french fry, something that doesn't cost anything. Like, if a plane. Is stuck on a runway for three and a half hours, like they should hook you up or something. It was I mean, insane. like that's not comfortable, you know?
1: I almost wanted to call them out on it, but I mean, it's not like the flight attends. Here's how insane it was, man. We were there for three and a half hours. People were saying, like, and they kept announcing, they were, they were idiots because they kept announcing, oh, well, uh, we're probably now seventh in the line, now we're tenth. Like, it's like, just stop giving updates. Right. Like, they were giving updates every 15 minutes and they were always worse and people would just groan. And here's, Ugh. some people were asking, like, well, how do I even know if I'm going to catch my connection? And they, one woman was like, how am I even going to know? Can you pull that up for me? And she goes, oh, no, no, we can't do that here, but you can get on your phone and get on the United app. And she's like, I don't have a smartphone. And they were like, oh, well, sorry. I'm like, <laughs> like maybe you can't pull it up on your computer here in the Customer airport. Customer service. Get, get your own phone out and do it for her. Right. Like, Dude, no food, no water, nothing. It, it was uh, insane to me. But I wasn't that pissed because I did fall asleep for like two no of those water? three and a half hours. Yeah, nothing. Really? They're like, oh, you guys can get off the plane if you want, but uh, but we're not sure how long we'll be here. So you got to come back really quick so you don't miss it. And I'm like, well, can you give us a time? They're like, oh, we're really not sure. So I'm basically like, all right, yeah. no, we can't get off the plane. Yeah. Like, wh-? It was absurd. Anyway, not the funniest thing that happened in the first five hours of my solo travel because then... Got to Chicago, finally landed. I was like, cool. I, wanna, I had already missed my Lagunitas brewery tour, so I was kind of bummed. And I had to expect to have all Thursday, Jay, all Thursday to explore Chicago because I was going to get in at like be right before noon. So originally, so I was excited. And instead, I'm getting in at like four or five yeah. right i think four and so i'm like running through the airport and i get to the uh kiosk to buy my train ticket never been to chicago didn't know if this little card was good for three days on all the su- on all the metro lines or whatever so i'm trying to ask someone anyway long story short i finally just bought this thing and then i look at my hand and i have my credit card and i also have my ticket and then i think wait where's my wallet
0: um, and i'm like and how do i wallet, have my-? Man.
1: Me and the wallet. The peanut butter and, I'm like, and jelly so, wallet? For those who don't know, yeah, it's a peanut butter and jelly wallet. It's made out of paper. So if someone finds it, they might not even know it's a wallet. So it's cool, but bad if you lose it. And I'm like, where is my wallet? Why are
0: you always losing your
1: wallet when you're... T- I don't know. <laughs> so here, I, I'm like, I'm checking my pockets. It's not in there. I check my front pocket because sometimes I put it in there when I'm traveling. <laughs> not there. I check my back right pocket where I usually the have my worst wallet. Fe- isn't that there.
0: worst worse feeling when you start doing the wallet uh, dance? Uh, and you get more yes. and more nervous as like... As each pocket is is not I'm, showing any wallet in it, and you're like, oh my God, I'm, there's only like one pocket left. It, it, there's two it, pockets. I'm, dude, it was awful. <laughs> I'm doing the wallet dance. <laughs> then I'm like,
1: maybe some... Here... Oh, I forgot this part. Sorry. Here's what was crazy. When I was walking to the ticket machine, like from O'Hare to, to where I had to catch a train, I had my wallet in my hand, and I literally thought, Trav, you don't want to lose your wallet. Put your wallet away. Like, why are you carrying it in your hand? Put it away. So I put it away somewhere, right? But I didn't know where. Like, I I thought that before I even knew I lost my wallet. So I'm like, where is this? I'm checking all my backpacks. I'm like, maybe somehow I put it in my backpack, but I took my credit card out because I had my credit card. You know, this is weird. I couldn't find it. The, and it's a mayhem, like with people getting. To, so then I walk all the way back to airport, just looking along the ground, nothing. On my way back, I hear someone say, "Travis." I look up; it's the guy who was the sound guy, Kevin, for our lights, camera, Switzerland show for the for the TV R- show randomly? that we filmed. Randomly, I didn't. He doesn't like now. He lives in Chicago. He used to live in LA. I'm like, "Hey, man, what's going on?" He's like, "Oh, I'm just I'm doing another show. I'm catching a flight to Philly. I was actually just thinking of you because I'm coming through Philly." And I was like. That's weird. He's like, yeah, I live in Chicago now. So totally random. So I'm like really frazzled. But then we start talking for like five minutes. And uh, I said, and he was like, all right, I got to go catch my plane. Good meeting up with you. We exchanged numbers again and all. I'm like, yeah, I got to go find my wallet. And he's just like, what? I'm like, don't worry. It'll be okay. He's like, okay. Like he spent nine days with us. He kind of knew us. Um, but the whole time I'm freaking out. So I'm asking the security, they when to hand in a wallet. They're like, Oh no. I'm like, well, it doesn't really look like a wallet. It looks like peanut butter and jelly. And they're like, yeah, what is he talking about? <laughs> Dude, I'm standing there. I look through all the machines. I'm like, this sucks, but at least I have my credit card, but I don't even have ID. And then I don't know why I did this, but I check my back left pocket. So I always put it in my back right pocket. Oh, I God. check my back left pocket, the... and what is in there? A slimmed down wallet because I had removed all my credit cards yeah. and unnecessary receipts and everything like that before I left for Chicago, so it would be skinnier. Yeah. And there it is. And there's the wallet in, question. in my back left.
0: Oh, this pocket. is like uh, I was going to say. Like the only time. the equivalent to this is like when you're frantically looking for your sunglasses and they're on top of your head the whole time. You know, Dude, it's like everybody's. Been... It was. <laughs>
1: I felt like an idiot, but then I felt like a bigger idiot because as I was then putting my ticket to go through the gate to the train, the one security guard who I'd been like, I can't find my wallet, she'd been helping me. She goes, Oh, hey, hey, hey. She's like she stopped me. Like she kind of ran up to me. Hey, did you find your wallet? And I didn't even have the heart to like tell her how. I was just like Yes, and walked away because I'm not going to explain that story to her. A seven-minute story of how I finally found my wall. But um, Jay, it was crazy. And I literally thought, oh, my gosh, without Heather, like, look at me. I'm falling apart within five yeah, you hours. Hadn't even,
0: you hadn't even made it to downtown Chicago yet.
1: No. So, but Chicago is awesome. Blew my mind. Amazing city in the summer. Biked all over. Probably did 40 miles up and down the lakefront trail. Loved it. Went to the beach. Uh, went to Second City Comedy Show, went to a Cubs game. It was one of the best weekends I've ever, ever had. And uh, no, no slight on Heather or anyone who I usually travel with. It wasn't because of that. It was just an awesome city, perfect weather. I got shown around by Kevin and I got to do exactly what I wanted, yeah. and, uh, which meant
0: biking and, dude, and taking day, I public mean, transport. D- you had and, me at day game at Wrigley. I mean, so it's an awesome it, thing. Um, you know, one of my best work experiences, I'll tell a quick Chicago story. Uh, definitely. I did this... Promo tour for uh, well, it's not important what the product was. But anyway, we were going to different zoos all over the country, and I would fly in. You know, it was for Dude, a, what was the product? It was come on. It was for a marketing company. I would fly in. We would do a promotion at different zoos, and we would come in. We would set up for the weekend. Every we'd ship all the materials, set up at the zoo, do the promotion. It was awesome. We had to go to different zoos in different cities all over the U.S. I went to like eight or ten different zoos over like a two or three month period. Anyway, so when we did the Chicago Zoo we flew in and we weren't they were going to cancel it actually because the weather was going to be suspect it was going to be one of those like pouring rain like nobody's going to be at the zoo type of weekends and cold i think too like unseasonably i can't remember there's going to be terrible weather so uh, anyway decided which the which
1: means probably not june july and august like it's probably yeah. the 9 months in chicago that sucked
0: they decided to fly us in anyway got in we met up with our clients we went out to like this amazing dinner that they paid for. We went to a Second City improv comedy show. Loved it. Loved uh, it. I think the next day morning, I had like some awesome breakfast. Uh, I can't remember. I, th- I might have done one more Chicago-y thing. Uh, they canceled the whole event, and we f- like flew home later the next day, and I got paid for the whole week. It was awesome. <laughs> that, that <laughs> so I got, I got paid like, I don't know what it was at the time, like probably like 1400 bucks to spend 24 hours in chicago go to a second city improv show and like have an awesome spaghetti and steak dinner or something i can't really remember where we ate but it was Dude, great speaking
1: of food i that is that's like hitting the jackpot and speaking of food like chicago is an awesome city i try to fit everything in again i'm not going to recreate my whole chicago memories here but i will say that what was uh, funny the juxtaposition i went to chicago that weekend. And then the next weekend, I went to Pittsburgh, and I'd heard really good things about Pittsburgh. You're going to love Pittsburgh. It's this revitalization. And so in my mind, I was like, not that Chicago and Pittsburgh are similar city. they're, They're two totally different cities, but I'd never been to each. I'd heard really great things about each from people. So I was really excited. Went to Pittsburgh, awesome ballpark, the rest. Sorry, anyone out there from Pittsburgh. I didn't like it like i had, i loved chicago and will be like the biggest chicago fanboy in the summer now went to pittsburgh and thought ah well if i don't come back through here i'm not really disappointed
0: well the yinzers are uh, are going to be chasing you down after this podcast I'm sure they, and i'm sure they're I, all going to sure be wearing will. their annoying steelers jerseys and you know whatever they do in pittsburgh no. <laughs> i and, and we're both from pennsylvania so there's a little bit of a rivalry between philly and pittsburgh and we didn't know we were going to talk about all these cities, by the way, when we started no, this podcast. But, but here's the thing: I'm always
1: willing to give some something a second or third chance. We love traveling, so if you're listening from Pittsburgh, listen. Hey, I'll come out if you show me around yeah. and show me a good time. I'll I'll recant my statement. But we went to all the places that people recommended. I just was I don't know. Maybe I was coming off the high of Chicago man, and we could talk about that with travel. You know, where it's like uh, your whole experience there. It, it's you know what i mean like everyone has different experiences and that's how you decide where you like and where you don't and some of that might be in context of where you came from or what your expectations were you know you go and you have no expectations pittsburgh might be awesome yeah uh if you go and you have expectations like i did of like oh man i just had this awesome week in chicago maybe that's plays part of it so it's all relative it's all relative but love chicago man
0: the love theory it. of travel relativity that's true. You meet like the most awesome... <laughs> Am I Einstein? <laughs> not quite. You can meet the most awesome people in Pittsburgh and they could show you the time of your life and you could be sitting in, you know, the worst dive bar or like just hanging out on a street somewhere like and, and not see anything and have an amazing time, you know? So it's oftentimes it's not the sights, it's the, the people and the experience, you know?
1: And I got a question for you then. Yeah. Is it okay to not like
0: somewhere? Oh yeah. I mean, okay. like, I mean, I, I think it's okay. I, you know, there's a line where it's like, okay, like what did you bring? Like, did you do your part? You know, like, did you bring a good attitude? Did you bring an openness? Did you make an effort? Like, I'm not saying you specifically, I'm saying you as a general term. No, I didn't. <laughs> you, did you do it? But like, you know, all of that given, there's all these variables. Sure. I mean, if a place isn't just, you know, I think, I think, different places have different energy. They have different vibes, different things going on. I I do believe like no matter where you go, you can always find some way to like you know for the most part like I don't know, enjoy yourself in some way. Like I could sit in a bus station and like read a book and like it could be a relaxing experience even if it's like a grungy bus station or whatever, you know. But yes, I mean overall like I I don't think you I mean as a traveler, you know, you're going to like places better than other places you know Yeah, well i
1: mean, i, I, I asked because i used to feel guilty if i went to a place and didn't like it right, right. and now i've kind of just accepted but i you know and i think a lot of people do like are you like i didn't i didn't
0: work hard enough to find like the good in it
1: you know yeah or like if you especially if you don't get to travel all the time or you know it's limited to to a week or two or a year or whatever whatever you know and you go and you're like you think you should love it and i case in point a buddy of mine who i helped take a uh, honeymoon to argentina and uh, I had never been, but I told him, like, here's what people told me. Look, their first stop was um, Cordoba. And I, he actually got a hold of me. It was like day two of his honeymoon. He's like, Um, is it okay if I really don't like this place? And I thought, oh no, I did something wrong. Like I told him to go there, this and that. And then later I kind of was like, all right, take a step back. Yeah, it's okay. Because he ended up loving the rest of his trip. But I said, you know, that's what makes the highs high then. Like, you know, it's, but I felt guilty. And I think people feel guilty when they go to a place that everyone loves or everyone talks about. And they're like, ah, I didn't really like it. You want to like everything inherently, but I think it's okay to say, no, this was a place that, didn't resonate with me for whatever reason.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I'm i trying to think of... You got a few
1: places like
0: that. Well, I mean, truthfully, I'm in Oslo, Norway right now. And when I first came here, uh, I didn't necessarily... I didn't really love it. You know, as a city, it's not my favorite European city. It's still not. But as I've been able to learn more about it and spend time here and understand a little more about what's going on around the city, what the people are like, uh, you know, fitting into the culture a little more. I've been saying that I'm dating Oslo, you know, we're we're courting each other right now. You know, also my attitude has changed. We're like now, instead of originally when I was, for those of you that don't know, maybe if you're listening the first time, I'm married to a Norwegian girl and I've been coming back and forth to Oslo for some years while we were dating, but I didn't live here, you know, so I didn't feel like, I was here, but it was like I was always leaving. You know, now I'm here more permanently. Like I actually have a visa to stay here. And so I've my attitude has changed where I've come to embrace this city as like my own and this country as like sort of my adopted second country. You know? So now I think I'm getting a little more pride behind it, you know? Okay. And like it's kinda like you know, people say, well, I, I love Philly, like, cause I'm, we, we both grew up outside of Philly, you know, we're Philly guys, but like, I don't, Adrian. yeah, like I have Philly pride, but I don't love it. Like, I don't, I'm okay. not like, I don't have that love, you know, like I have love for Boulder, Colorado. Like I, I can be proud of Philly. So I feel like, you know, when you have a connection to a place like that, even if you're just passing through and you get that connection, there can be this sense of pride that it instills. And also, you can love it right away too. There can be like, it's almost like a part, you know, there's like the love at first sight thing or like, you know, I it just, it, you know, it's your place right away and there's all these like indefinable things and in some places, you know, you have to warm up to it a little bit, you know, and in some places you just don't like and... Some places you never really warm up to or will. you warm
1: up from like a level to like, yeah, it's okay and... I think this is one of my favorite questions to ask people. So if you're listening to this and and this has happened to you, let us know. As we said, tweet us, at Pack of Peanuts, at Zero to Travel. Let us know like a place that everyone told you thought you would love or you went in with really high expectations and it just missed the mark. Because when I would ask people this on on the Epop pod, I'd love the answers I got. Because sometimes there are places that I would love. Like um, Jackie from Budget Minded Traveler, I think, was like, yeah, I don't like Thailand. Right. I love Thailand. Right. Like if someone said what's your favorite country in the world, that might be it. Conversely, I hate Penang, Malaysia. And I I've only been once, and I was only there for 3 days, but ever like this was the end of a backpacking trip and everyone was like you're going to love it. It's so amazing. Like it was like one of the two or three things I was looking forward to and we got there and it rained every day and it wasn't quaint like everyone said. Instead it was like crumbly and falling ain't, down. It I'm ain't like, quaint. It ain't quaint. Um, and so I, I would gladly go back to try it out again. But if someone asked me like what's somewhere that you were really unimpressed with that everyone else thought you'd love, Penang, Malaysia, definitely. Pittsburgh's wow. on there. Wow, now, guys. Pittsburgh and, uh, and
0: Penang, Malaysia. Well listen, uh, Malaysian tourist board, if you want to fly Travis and I out there and give us <laughs> get us a second. Give opinion, it another chance. Why we, not? We I mean,
1: that's the beauty of it, though, right? Did, didn't you have a similar experience with a country in Southeast Asia? Or am I mixing you up with someone? Uh, well, else? Vietnam,
0: I would say. You okay, know, it that's wasn't what I like, uh, You know, we spent a good amount of time there, like three or four weeks. So, yeah, I we I liked it. and We had an enjoyable time. I just uh, don't necessarily need to go back again. Like I'll probably go other places first. You know, and I don't know what that says. But I mean, you know, that being said. The, the food, the coffee, and we met some nice people. I mean, it was a good experience. You know, it's one of those things I'm not poo pooing Vietnam. Like, definitely, sure. I say, we'll go well, visit. But I feel like for me, there it's wasn't one of those there places that's extra, magical to a lot yeah, of other people. There wasn't right? something that was extra special there for me. You know, like where yeah. where I, when we went to Cambodia, we felt like, wow, this place is. There is something special about this place. You know, I'd say Cambodia and Nepal are probably two of my most favorite countries that I have visited because there is some special thing there, you know?
1: That's what makes it awesome when you find that. Like Cambodia and Vietnam, I I don't want to, like, put out stereotypes, but similar countries, when you look on a world scale, they're right next to each other, you know, cultures uh, of are somewhat similar histories. You know what I mean? Like food, not really exactly. But when you look at it out of 192 countries, you're like, yeah, Cambodia and Vietnam on that scale would be fairly close to each other. One you loved and one you didn't. And other people will say, I, I've heard tons of people say, Viet, I love Vietnam, but I hate Thailand. Again, like
0: somewhat similar, but it comes down to the experience. Geographically, like what you just said, I don't necessarily agree with because, like, they are two totally separate countries. And that's it's true. What, yeah. what is it that makes up a country? It's the culture, it's the people, it is the history. And that's so ingrained, it's so deep and rich that, you know, you can cross a border and it can be a totally different experience.
1: That's true. You're right. And and yeah, and I don't want people to think that I'm saying, like, oh, no, no, everyone's I, the same. No. But, I, but, you know, I get what you're It's just, it's funny to have distinct feelings. Yeah. Uh, but I feel the same. Malaysia and Thailand, are I mean, here it is, are right, right. next to each other.
0: One totally Penang places. I
1: didn't like. Thailand, I, I would go back to any day of the year if someone wanted me to. Um, right.
0: And you get that in the yeah. States, too. You know, as you hop, we talked about a little bit on your road trip, how different it can be like in the South versus the Northeast versus the, the I mean, the American right. West, which I'm, I'm enchanted by the American West. You know, that's a place that's always been enchanting to me in in, in many ways um, I didn't know we were going to talk to so much travel today but I'm really glad we we did I mean we had ju- we have just about four and a half minutes left
1: yeah, so I guess the the big thing it, it's okay a to lose your wallet because it might just be in your Oh,
0: I have a solution and for that by the B, way. I've started rock, yeah. I I've, I rock the chain wallet now, Travis.
1: Dude, someone actually said get a chain. Get a chain. And I'm like, I'm not getting a chain. This isn't the 90s and I was never that type Dude, of kid
0: anyway. Uh, I'm not getting a chain. Excuse me. I uh I rock the chain. Sorry,
1: Thank you very Mr. much. Mr. 1996, I'm not getting a chain. Um <laughs> But this, you know, it was great to talk about travel. We talked about business on this podcast. We talked about travel, too. It was cool. Um, so it's okay to not like a place. And I think we're going to do another podcast. I know we are because we've we've kind of discussed it. Basically, the question is, should you do something that you don't like to do? Like, is there... Validity in doing something you don't want to do or you don't like to do because you you know it's a learning experience and uh, you, you know this and that and it builds character. That's a question I've always wanted to pose to you because I've had a, a situation where I, I feel kind of strongly about this. So we'll do that in the in the next podcast, guys. But I wanted speaking of countries that I that I love, one of my favorite countries in the world is Switzerland. And for our inside LI segment where we highlight a member or something that's going on inside of the community. I'm really excited to to be talking about Julian and the stuff that he's been able to get done ever since joining uh, Location Indie. So really quickly, he posted this in our successes and setbacks. And Julian said, Here's a success to share. I recently published my first book over on Amazon um, and took part in a five-day free promo before the paid launch starts. I woke up this morning and saw that my book was number one in one category and number two in two other categories. So he goes on, he talks about his book. It's called Body Architect, A Real World Guide to Ignite Your Fitness, Look Awesome Naked. That's pretty cool. I didn't, uh, quiet the inner voices of self-doubt and design a lifestyle on your own terms. So that's his book. But then he says, on a side note, this is what I love about LI. It's like, here's what I did. It was awesome. It's business or it's writing. It's on a side note, I booked a one-way ticket to Switzerland. I've never been out of the country. And this is going to start my travels and put pressure on myself to publish this book, start getting more... Uh, serious about generating income through online avenues. So basically, he's never been out of the country. He booked this trip to say, I'm going to make this LI lifestyle happen because I'm going to have to because I'm going to be traveling. So not only did he publish his book, then he was traveling out of the country. Dude, that's like, there it is. Like, isn't that the holy grail right there? Like, you, you did something you wanted to do and you're traveling? Come on, Julian,
0: props. That, that is what it's all about. I call that the back-against-the-wall strategy. You know, it's like he's putting himself into this position where like he has to make it happen because he's booked this ticket. And there's something to that. You know, that's not for everybody. I mean, it definitely talk about stretching your comfort zone. I mean, there there you are. You're putting yourself right out of your comfort zone immediately by saying, hey, this has to happen. And this is the deadline. And, you know, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm, I'm working through things. This is going to give me the push I need. And I think that's to some degree, whether you set hard deadlines or book a one-way ticket or, or whatever the strategy is, you got to do something because like that, we all need that motivation, you know? And like sometimes that motivation needs to come from making an investment in something, you know? If it's a plane ticket, if it's a hotel room, if it's, you know, the a book, like, you know, he's maybe he's paying a designer to design the book or whatever. If you're going to write it, you're like, well, I'm going to pay this, I got to finish, you know, whatever it is, a community, whatever, you need to like sometimes put yourself out there in that way. And it's uncomfortable. And he's doing it. So that's freaking awesome.
1: I, I love the fact that he's going to Switzerland too, because yeah. we, we've talked, uh, serendipity keeps coming up here. Yeah. Uh, over the last couple of podcasts. But uh, one year ago to this day that we are recording this podcast was my very first day filming our TV show in Switzerland. And I didn't read Julian's thing until today. And I just thought, That's pretty cool. Like it's a country that obviously holds a place in my heart. And I think he's going to have an awesome time there. It's one of the countries I love more than any other one in the world. You know, it's right up there. So I saw that and like, not only was I inspired, but then I was like, yeah, man, you're going to my spot. So, um, which was pretty cool because then Maryland from our community buzzed me. Buzz me, Chris buzz me. Um, Marilyn and our community put it up there that, that I had done the show and he said, oh, I'm going to watch that now. And it got him excited. And what I loved about Julian's posting that success was not just that he got to like tell everyone about it, You read through and there's about 30 other posts of people saying, hey, I want to do this book. Can we get on? And then people, so now they're Skyping with each other and he's helping other people who are in this process. So you go, that's what's amazing. You go from doing it the first time, but all of a sudden now you've done it and you're an expert in it or at least a semi-expert and now he's helping other people and that's the beauty of being around people who are doing it is that. Not only can you share your success, but you can help others get there too. So rock on Julian. Everyone else who's uh getting help from Julian and posting their stuff, um, we'll probably highlight you when you when you publish your book and we can talk about it. So um just awesome stuff going on inside of our community location indie.
0: Yeah, if you want to check it out locationindie.com, you can sign up get some more information there. We got some goodies we give out when you sign up and uh Yeah. It's a good way to keep in touch. And of course, off the podcast, we share a bunch of helpful resources and other things through, uh, through the newsletter there. And then we'll also let you know when the community opens up again and you can decide if it's right for you or not. Either way, we're, uh, we're thrilled to have you here. We are so thankful that you took the time to listen and, uh, it was fun, man. It was fun to like hear a little bit more about your trip to Chicago. And then, you know, Travis, like La- laugh at my travel mishaps. Yeah. Always fun. Yeah. I mean, I, we could dig into this whole solo travel thing and the challenge and, and everything like that. But, uh, you know, at least we got to hear a little bit more about what, what went on in the ground there. And uh, interesting questions. I guess we are going to carry this over. I don't want to say it's a two parter, but it's a little sister episode. Maybe coming up uh, next week or or whenever we're going to publish that for the the big question that you pose, which is what what is what if you don't like to do something, is it okay to do it? Yeah, should you
1: do things that you think suck, it's very or that uh, you suck at, hmm. right? Um, we'll see, we'll see. We'll leave you with that, and uh, don't forget, you can also if you're on your smartphone, text location indie all one word i n d i e to three three four four four. That'll put you on the newsletter as. Well, So, awesome. And, and I'm going to throw it out there. Start tweeting us. Uh, we, we check our individual tweeters. Tw- tweeter. Tweeters. We check our individual Twitter a lot. At Pack of Peanuts, at Zero to Travel. I want to know the one place or the two places or whatever that haven't lived up to your travel expectations or maybe that you just didn't like. You know, come on! I can't be—we can't be the only ones taking heat. You're gonna get the
0: Oslo, Osloians on your butt. I'm gonna get the Yinzers hey, well, on my I, butt. Yeah, I got the um, Oslo pride now. I'm rocking and rolling here, and uh, it's, it's a good city. It's a, it's a solid city. I'm really excited to be here. So I'm not—I'm not dissing Oslo, but thats isn't—it's a, right, a, right. a broad question.
1: Recanting your statement. Recanting a bit. my statement. I, I'm t- all right, so let us know, guys. All right. At well, Pack of Peanuts, at Zero to Travel. We'll see you and soon. We'll talk to you soon. Hey. Cheers.